welcome to the podcast, Leading and Growing Your Real Estate Business by Coach James Short. This podcast is designed to help you with strategies, insights, and ways to increase sales, build and lead high-performing teams, and ultimately grow your business. Your host, James Short himself, also shares some of his secret sources on how he helps his own clients achieve business growth quickly and easily. James has been coaching those in the real estate and property industry for close to 10 years now, and his clients keep on saying, since working with James, their results have been outstanding, giving them more money, time, and fulfillment. James is offering a free strategy call to those listening to see how he can assist you to take your business to where you want to go. Simply go to jamesshort.com.au forward slash strategy and book in a time today. Now on with the show. Hi, and welcome to another edition of Leading and Growing Your Real Estate and Property Business. This is Coach James Short, and we are super excited about our guest today. Emma Allen has been in the real estate and the property industry for many years, and she is a guiding force. The services that she provides through active property investing is really taking her clients to the next level in relations to property and that wealth creation. Emma is the forefront and really the principal and the, the director of, of the company that really helps those people wanting to, I guess, have that, have that investment portfolio to really look at different strategies on, on how they can create wealth through their journey. So we're really excited to have Emma on the line today in the show today. Emma, thank you, thank you, thank you for, for being here with us. Oh, you're welcome. I'm very excited to be chatting with you, James. Wonderful. So tell us a little bit about your journey and how you got started within the, the real estate world and, and, and how you got where you are today. Yeah, absolutely. I, I actually started in a very different industry. Um, I was in the corporate world in learning and development. And Ooh. yeah, so the idea of high-performing teams really captured um, captured my, uh, my attention. Yep. And as a consultant, it gave me the opportunity to go in and out of multiple different businesses, so small to medium enterprises through to large Fortune 500 companies. Yep. And I got to see the way that we, in which businesses worked and I probably learned some of the good things I could also identify what didn't work so well in corporate. But along my journey, I was have always been engaged and interested in property. Um, one of the key things that I realised as a young adult was how was it that it was so difficult for me to buy into the suburb that I grew up in? Yeah. And from there, it sparked my journey to financially understand and increase my financial literacy and understanding of what it meant to use property as a vehicle. Got it. So when that became a part of my personal journey as an investor, eventually I had the opportunity to move out of corporate, out of learning and development, and to take my skills and apply it into the property industry. So I actually worked with um, a large educational company initially. And they were teaching people how to invest. And after a while, I got headhunted to expand a Melbourne-based company into Sydney, and they were more around sourcing companies. But I think what was missing for me was that everybody was considered one and the same. Mm. Hotspot this, hotspot that, and individual situation and circumstance didn't get enough attention to guide their strategies. So eventually... I established active property investing to change the way people would interact with property and to put the investors at the centre and at the forefront of the whole strategy. Love it. Love it. And you know what, what I love is 
is taking those strengths and taking those learnings from one chapter in your life, we'll say, yes. um, and then utilizing that into the next chapter. And as you said, working out the things that worked really well and staying clear of those things that didn't and learning those lessons along the way, as you said, from the different corporations, but also from the company that you're in to really go, what do I want? What? How can I really add value and really help? And as you said, to, to really get that personalized approach for each yes. investor and what they really need and where do they really want to go to. Yeah, absolutely. And and having my own business was really liberating because it meant that I could put forward my philosophy yeah. of how I believe property becomes the vehicle, not the actual end goal. Yes. And it's about getting a family or an individual further ahead financially than they can physically go to work, pay tax and save money. So true, so yeah. true. So tell me about um, tell me about the business today. Who are the types of clients that you're helping? Obviously, you've got an amazing team, um, but who are the, the types of uh, clients that you're working with and what are some of the, the I guess, the benefits of working with, with you guys are? Yeah, absolutely. Look, I, I think the, the, the value that comes out of our service is that busy professionals often don't have the time and sometimes they don't know how to get started and our team really walks them through that thought process. So especially in a changing market, an investor needs to understand firstly where they are as an investor, but also what's happening in the environments that they're investing in. And so this ability to adapt can only take place in that planning phase. So planning is absolutely paramount before they take that step. And I think that's the piece that's missing in a lot of investors. They just jump online, they look for the actual property before they strategize with their key advisors. Now, we only specialise in research and selection. Um, However, we understand how all the different pieces of the puzzle falls together and we're, in essence, a coach that would help a first-time or an experienced investor move through that three-step process. Fantastic. That's so cool. So, obviously, obviously throughout the the business life cycle and even prior to to the different chapters, you've had certainly some challenges along the way that you've overcome because you're here today. What's been some of those challenges that have shaped you that when you look back, you go, wow, that was an interesting learning opportunity um, that you can take away, that you can, you know, learn from that experience? Yeah, I, I probably see it as two different ways to, to answer. There's there's the internal company type challenges that you would have as a business owner. And then there's the business environment and the changes that impact you externally. Yeah. Um, yeah, which way, which direction do you want me to tackle Give me that? Both. Give us both. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think from a company perspective, because we are small, we are also agile. Yes. That's probably one of our greatest strengths. Um, at the same time, from a skill set perspective, um, finding the members that also are agile yeah. <laughs> has been quite challenging. Um, but in saying that, the ones that actually take to coaching have extremely excelled. Fantastic. To, to really live up to the brand. So I'm very, very particular in the culture that we've created yep. and what the quality of our uh, delivery of service is wow. actually staying true to that, that business brand. Um, from an external perspective, the speed at which the market can change and how dramatically things can change is quite challenging, but at the same time it's about keeping our finger on the pulse to talk to the professionals around us, to understand how changes will impact not us but also the investors and to continuously provide that education so they, they know how to adapt. Yeah, so true, so true. Let's talk about let's talk about teams for a minute. Now, 
you've had some great experience from from your past um, learning and development opportunities, and you've seen some some amazing teams and some shocking teams. Um, what do you feel makes up a a winning team or a high performance team? What do you feel are some of the secret sources that you can that you can share with the audience that you've noticed and, and what you've also developed today with your own team? Yeah, look, I think there's more to success than just work. Yeah. That makes sense. There's a big part of fulfilment and purpose that I find would put me at ease as a business owner and I want to do the same for every member of the team. Yeah. So it's just being able to understand individually what they're trying to strive for and to empower them to achieve that within the context of their role and what the business is also trying to achieve. So every single person is valued, first and foremost, and they need to be appreciated. Yep. Um, but I would also want to empower them to go above and beyond what they thought they could achieve individually. Yeah, wow, love it. And that goes, that sort of ties into the next question around leadership, right? There are some great leaders out there, and, and what you've said is, is I believe makes up a, a great leader um, around that engagement, around that enrollment, around that empowerment, around that acknowledgement. Um, is there anything that you've noticed that, oh, that's an amazing trait or amazing thing that leaders do out there and what you also do that really guides the, the business, guides the team to, to that success, whatever that success looks like for them? Yeah, um, I think clarity. Clarity is really, really important. Yep. Um, and especially during times of change and instability, I have to be extremely stable and we need to make sure that the team and the business has that sense of stability. And so I think clarity of purpose and the vision and the strategy and the direction is paramount and it needs to be communicated. Love it. And so people know how they fit and where we're going and that we're okay. Yes. Yes. I've got one of my definition of, of leadership is vision plus communication. Yeah. Right? We, we know what we, as a business owners, sometimes we can say, but our communication is crap on how we deliver it. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> it, it is that both, isn't it? To really get yes. clear with the vision, get clear with the purpose and, and how we communicate and roll, roll the team to, to do it hand in hand. Um, yeah. So you've had obviously some. You would have had over the over the, your time some great experiences with different facilitators, different trainers, different mentors. Um, who are some of the people that have helped shape your business journey and, and allows you to really learn and grow? Who are those types of people? Uh, I, I have a very good friend of mine, Ros, who's actually a part of our team, and she helps me with the recruitment process and the, the team coaching. Um, she's been an absolute secret weapon. I think for me to firstly keep me sane, but also have that mentor yeah. um, to bounce ideas for when things are tough to bounce the offload and then yeah, find new strategies. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so I've always had mentors in my life. I, I've had a mentor in university, um, and she was a sports psychologist. And so yes. in came the kind of, and, and I had a big sporting background growing up. So in came kind of the attitude of the winning type mental training so yep. she was my mentor in in uni um if i think back to my childhood my mother's always been a very very strong mentor in terms of empowering me and she probably didn't even purposely think that way but i think just the way that she used to talk to me and she's really set me up to believe that anything is achievable 
love it. I love it. Yeah. Quick sideline question. Like I, I, I'm always interested in those with a strong sporting background and how they relate it to business. Mm-hmm. I do I do some crazy runs and some races, but I'm always interested to hear from other people's perspective. Do you see a correlation between that sporting environment and business environment and how so? Yes. Um, I think it's an attitude. Ooh, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> it is an attitude because you win some, <laughs> you lose some. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, had a, I had a bit of a curly one earlier in the week and I thought, you know what, if I had a bad call on the basketball court, you'd get cranky, but you'd have to shake it off and you'd have to get back in the game. So when it's tough, you do. You, you put your boots on, you get back on the field. <laughs> and then you keep going. So I, I think that, that that mental strength definitely comes easily and is relatable when you have played sport. Yeah, fantastic, fantastic. So if you were to give three pieces of advice to the listeners around um, helping helping and growing their, their their wealth and their portfolio, what would be those those three pieces of advice be? I think if they're thinking of growing their portfolio, most definitely surround yourself with the type of people that are willing to share their knowledge to help empower you. Yep. So building that team of professionals around you um, because they will be able to protect you. It's not just about getting the best interest rate. It's about structuring and protecting you as an investor yep. so you can thrive. Um there's the idea of investing and people kind of like to dance with the, the excitement of doing these kinds of things, but unless they actually take action, mm. the result is quite different. Very true, right? Yes, Very yes. True. And um, lastly, I really believe that everybody's um, situation from a financial perspective, from an appetite, from an understanding, from a you know risk tolerance, that's all very different. So they need to put themselves first and make the investment fit them. Yeah. That, that way it'll be sustainable and they're not just trying to replicate what someone else is doing. It's actually going to be more feasible for them. Yeah, wonderful, wonderful. So where's the next, say, two to three years for yourself and, and for the business? What's coming up for you? I think we're, we're staying true to our core, but we'd really like to expand and we have started to expand our reach. Great. So to be able to continue building that brand and we want to build a brand of quality. So in, even in terms of growing our team, we will only do so if we can do that with integrity. So we want to definitely build on the brand that we have and just to ensure that a lot more people know who we are so they can find us and benefit from what we do. Love it. And so, so segueing from that, like where can the listeners find out more? Where can you send them? What, what's some information that they can go and find out more? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if they jump onto our website, which is activepropertyinvesting.com.au, they can definitely find out more about our service. I've started to write ebooks. Cool. Because I like simplicity, James. So yes. I, I titled the series, yes, Investing Made Simple. <laughs> so we've done one for families, we've done one for rent investors, and I've just written one for women and property. Fantastic. So, Everyone's busy these days. It'll take only 10 to 15 minutes to read these and it's all about practical investing tips. Love it. And they are on your um, website? They are on our website. Um, we'll, have to, we'll have to send out some info. So if anyone actually wants the links, we can definitely send that out. Yeah, fantastic. We'll really appreciate your time, energy and, and your expertise. It's always nice to, uh, 
to hear from yourself and to find out what's happening and, and really share some of those secret sources. So Emma, really appreciate it. And thank you very much. Thank you, James.